There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The KVJ Show. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ Show. To start your morning. Trevin uh-huh. is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious Beast. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and snacks. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ Show. Yeah, baby, we made it. Friday and a nice Memorial Day weekend. Well, we hope nice. Weather hasn't been ideal this week, but it's going to get better this weekend. Today, still going to see some rain. Man, it was coming down last night. Crazy. It was coming down. I'm liking it. The dinosaur garden starting to flourish again. Okay. Slowly but surely, we will rebuild. We must it's, rebuild. It's living through this week's storms. Yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, so I think there was some hail, maybe like in Lake Worth Beach yesterday. It's kind of odd because it's so hot. How can you have hail? I just I don't get the whole. I'm sure that there's some meteorologists that can explain it. High pressure, cold, mixing with heat, something like that. I don't know, but it's what's going down. Virginia is not with us again today. She is, I think, heading to Nashville today. She's been in Tallahassee doing Magnolia's orientation for Florida State. She said we could call her if you wanted to talk to her. Okay, all right. If you want to do a little Virginia on the road check-in. Yeah, get a little update, see how it went with her orientation. Yeah. Let's let's call her right now. Oh, I I would love it. (laughs) Call her and just keep acting like there's phone problems. Virginia, your your phone's cut now. Can you you get up and walk outside real quick? So we wake her up and they get nothing out of it? (laughs) I bet we could... We can get something out of it. Okay. Well, we'll have to uh, check in with uh, Vicious V here then just a bit. So it's just the dudes today. Myself, Jay Bird, Danny's is making it through the week, surviving baby week one with Lachlan home. Suits is in there running KBJ TV. You can put it on your flat screen TV right now. Just go to YouTube, look for the KBJ Show, or dial it up on KVJShow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Okay, what you got on your mind today, bird? Well, there's a story that's out. It says New Jersey makes Taylor Swift a state sandwich. She makes them or what? They make they make her a state sandwich, I guess, because she's a state sandwich. Uh, not, I thought yeah, you said steak sandwich. Not steak. I'm like a state. I never knew Taylor Swift was so delicious. <laughs> yeah, typically the state sandwich of New Jersey is the Italian. Really? Okay. Yes, according to the sub sandwich chart of America. So is she Italian? No, which she's. I, I guess some of the mayors all over. If she comes into your city, they oh Taylor Swift yeah. is the mayor for the day, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I guess they're they're giving her the state sandwich. But does that mean it's now? Is that forever, or is that just while she's in town? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, it's likely just something. It's a gimmick that uh, everybody does. Taylor Swift's such a big deal that. When she rolls into a city 
a lot of the radio stations will fight to be, no, we're Taylor 93.3, or we're, no, we are, we're Tay Tay. It's kind of stupid, though. It's everybody trying to glom on to the hot thing going on in town. Now, Swifties, don't don't get me. I'm not calling Taylor Swift stupid. I'm saying the, the, the gimmicks that they do around it is stupid. It's everybody trying to glom on to the biggest story that is going to be happening in that city that weekend. There's some knucklehead on there on the on the audio. He's he's kind of explaining it a little better. In New Jersey, we have a reputation for a great Taylor ham and pork roll. Usually, we let you call it what you want, but since we have a superstar coming to town, we know all too well that we should commemorate the occasion. So today, we are declaring the official state sandwich of New Jersey, a Taylor Swift ham, egg, and cheese. Welcome to New Jersey, Taylor. We've been waiting for you, and it would have been a cruel summer without you. So do we hate that? <laughs> we, I we, mean, we all collect does she have a song called Cruel Summer? Is that a play on words? She must have, yeah. otherwise, yeah. Okay. But what's um, weird about that is, like you said, does that take over the one that was originally there? They, they now are, that's their new one. And if it's just for a day, that is such a weak promotion, no? One day, yeah. It can't <laughs> take over, though. Yeah. What if you had a restaurant that goes, we're the home of New Jersey's main, you know, Italian sub, and yeah. then they change the honorary sub, you know, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. Well, this is really just kind of a bridge to get to sub talk, because I got on the whole... You know, each state's got its own signature. This is the number one sandwich slash sub mm-hmm. of your state. Okay. Everyone's voted on it. And do you know what Florida's is? is it a Cuban sandwich? It is the Cuban sandwich. Uh, yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, that's how it felt right. Yeah. Those are good, though. They should be. Oh, they're amazing. Those are good. Money Cristos are good. Uh, do you know what yours is in Ohio, Kev? Official sub? Yeah. Of Ohio? <laughs> uh they don't do anything too exciting. They really don't. Food-wise. It's probably yeah. something boring like a turkey sub or something along those lines. That's so small. What does that say, Denny? Does oh that say... Gosh, look at this print. <laughs> the print's very small. That's not po' boy. A kielbasa oh, on kielbasa? a bun. Yeah. Kielbasa on a bun? Does that sound right? With barbecue sauce, french fries, and coleslaw. Kielbasa? All on it. A kielbasa with coleslaw kielbasa. and barbecue sauce. I don't know. I don't know if that's... Uh... Thing. I've never heard that. I mean, they, they do brats and stuff like that. I don't know. It's called yeah. the something envy. I don't like it, the, the, the print is so small in the Ohio. <laughs> this, one. Yeah, for some reason, the print is tiny. It's pretty crazy, though. I didn't vote, though, on the sandwich. And it's the Cuban sandwich. Is that a Florida? Is that a Florida sandwich? Yes. Or is that a South Florida is sandwich? It Tampa? Yes, it was invented by Cubans in Tampa. And that's where it came from. Uh, Cigar City, specifically, I think that area where they have a lot of Cubanos. And uh, so it's just kind of now gravitated throughout the entire state, and Cubans everywhere love it, and even the gringos love it. It's it's easily one of my f- top three favorite sandwiches. So you go to Pensacola, you're getting the Cuban sandwich. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Never been to Pensacola, so I don't know. If you were a mayor for a day, Bird, what would be your official sub? Sub or sandwich. sandwich, yeah, yeah. Gosh, man, that's such a big question. And it, it's, <laughs> it's early, qu- I get it. It is. It's a big question. Probably a twist on the grilled cheese, man. You know, I love the grilled cheese, but not your standard. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Like a breakfast grilled cheese with hash browns. I'd picture that for you, or the uh, you do those pizza subs where you put the pizza sauce and you melt the now mozzarella. That's, that's on pretty it. solid, honestly. I'm surprised because uh, I had a lot more pizza subs back in Ohio than I ever had a kielbasa. Weird, yeah, but. Pe- I, that seems northeast to me, pizza sub. 
Yeah, it does. Kielbasa kind of feels more Chicago, if anything, or something that would be... Uh, Could be. They, I tell you, they've got a place called uh, Portillo's that I always go to when we're in Chicago, and that's where they have the beef sandwich with au jus. Oh, yeah, and I it's mean, it's a wet. It's just a soggy sandwich. The bread is soggy, you and then it. you're dipping it more oh. and more au jus. It's just it's supposed to be drenched, and oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I like my foods wet. I like it saturated. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's real good. It's real good that hey, way. If, if you want to talk more sandwiches later, Kev, I'll send you this link. <laughs> All day, man. Yeah, After the show wraps, yeah. let's just get into what's going on. We, we haven't even touched, but you know what kind of sandwiches are in Wyoming, Daniel? <laughs> well, we have to get the spectacles out so we can read the. What you got on your mind today, Denny's? I guess just an update with uh, the baby overnight. Okay. Uh, everything's been positive. We Good. did our first pediatric visit, too, yesterday, which is always so stressful. Yeah. But everything seems on the up and up, which is great. Good. But it's, man, these uh, the sleep patterns, you just... The problem is the baby will sleep, and I don't know if there's a tactic or if there's anything you should do or if it just let, the, let it run its natural course, but the baby will fall asleep about 6 to 8 but okay. then is up from eight to about midnight. Oh, okay. And you yeah. can't. There's nothing. No, no coddling. You check the diaper. You yep. rock him. Mm-hmm. They just. He just is up, and he wants attention. You know. Yeah, so you, sure. you try to give him some, but man, around one o'clock, it starts getting hard to to want to keep you know rocking a baby while you sit sure. there. Sure. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's, is there any tactics to? Because if Jen jumps in the shower or she's you know doing something, uh huh, and the baby wants milk, there's really nothing I can do. Right. I, I I rock the baby as much as I can until Jen gets back. But I mean that could be man. I was 15 driving, minutes. I was driving by Crackle Barrel and I was looking at their their rocking chairs, and to me that just seems like that'd be such a peaceful thing. Oh to, yeah. to rock in there. Do you want? Need a rocking chair? Well, so we got Jen one of those uh, pregnancy rocking chairs, and you're right. It's got the rocking. The gl- it's called a glider, and then it's got the uh, the ottoman that glides along with you. It's very soothing. Yeah, you can easily fall asleep in that chair. That'd be a good service for adults too. You just you have someone hold you in a rock- rocking chair. Absolutely, I think that would work. Well, it works with babies. You you hold them, they'll be crying. You do a little rocking, they yeah. look at you, and then they just they they kind of just either nod off or they just go into a daze. I don't think we rock enough as adults. I, we don't have. I, I don't know. I think there's something to that. that I think the, it's hard to find somebody big enough to rock you. It's usually the challenge. <laughs> well, we can try this out, Kev. Okay. But yeah, it'd be just if there's any I don't know, I guess not even tactics. It's just if I remember right, I think what we tried to do and it's been, you know, almost 15 years since I had to deal with this, but I think sometimes you've got to recognize a baby's natural patterns and sometimes get your sleep when it sleeps. Mm-hmm. So if you know that it's going to it, Lachlan's going to be down from 6 to 8 p.m., then it's unfortunate, but you've got to start saying, "Okay, that's when I'm going to try to grab a little bit of sleep, stay right by the baby so you can kind of keep an eye on them, but at the same time, maybe sleep in shifts like that so that, um, you know, because when they're up, yeah, a lot of times they're like, hey, give me attention, man. Yeah, it's a little tricky because I try to cover Jen when she's sleeping uh, with the baby. Yeah. But then when, you know, then we go to bed for the evening, it's it's then I'm still the one covering it. It's just, it's a lot of... uh, 
it's, it's one of the greatest challenges of being a great really parent. It's, it's, it really working out your sleep schedule while trying to still be a great parent. It's really tough, man. Somebody pointed out, too, that since Lachlan was born in the evening, that he might be on an evening schedule until yeah. he slowly, True. you know, it eventually will then even back out to an evening schedule. But right now, I mean, he wants to boogie in the evening. Because yeah. it came out, it was like, you know, when they when they come out, it's kind of like getting into a party. You're you, right. you know that energy you have when you first burst through the door? You're Absolutely. Like, Let's go, fellas. Well, dude, he was born on the weekend at nighttime. He's a, he's a night owl. He's a weekend party, baby, he's man. Okay. Oh, man. He's just, uh, yeah, last night. But it was cool. We got a three-hour spell there where he fell asleep. Okay. And so you, you get you take him, it. You take it when you can. But, man, the the early adjustments to a person who's never had a, a kid before been raised around kids much, man, it really is a... It's different, different world, huh? It really is. It's a full time gig. Yeah, no it, doubt. It's, it's a lot. So, but yeah, if anyone's got any tactics and stuff, I just I feel helpless in some situations where if Jen's in the shower or uh, you know Jen's in the other room, uh, you know, laying on the couch or something, and I don't mm-hmm. want to necessarily you know wake her up or something. Man, it's just there's not much I can do personally, I guess, until we can start bottle feeding or anything. But is there any tactics or helpful things? I've done the rocking. I do the burping, you know, I do the changing. We were talking yesterday about uh, adding some kind of noise, vacuum cleaner, things like that. So baby's very unaffected. We had a pretty big storm roll through last night, I mean, with some pretty wicked thunder. Yeah. And, I mean, I was just surprised where the cats all go in the closet and stuff, but the baby just did not even wake up. We watched also uh, Jen's uh, mother, and uh, they had Rush Hour 1. I don't know how long it's been since you've seen that movie. That movie kind of still holds up, but... Uh, they had that on. There's so many explosions and yelling, and the baby just was not even phased. <laughs> really? So what's the rules with uh, music? Are you, are you allowed to bump a little bit of music to where it doesn't hurt their ears, something peaceful, you know, baby jams? So we have uh, one of those light display contraptions in the room, and it, it puts a, basically a constellation on the ceiling, and it, sh- it shifts through colors. It's very nice, but it also plays super chill versions of songs. Yeah, because I was listening to some stuff last night. I was going through a bunch of nighttime sl- you know, sleep stuff, mm-hmm. thunderstorms. They had baby stuff, too. So I was listening to some of the baby stuff. Some of the baby music babies go to sleep to is nothing short of horrifying. <laughs> it's v- very yeah. creepy. I go, are, baby, are these babies into this? <laughs> this? This murderous, almost clown-like type of music? They, I, they, I hear you. They use that instrument that kind of sounds childish, but it makes it sound murderous. Wait for Pennywise? To come through the window. <laughs> a lot of horror movies have hijacked baby music and you're, they've used it, and now you, that's what I associate with. I don't associate it with sweet babies. I, you're right, same thing. I associate it with murder. Yeah, yeah I want maybe play the ocean or something in the background. So we bought music. We tried. Uh, there was a big tip initially given out was to keep your household uh, the same way it would have been anyway. You know, keep it loud if it's loud. You know, so that really is helpful because I feel. Even the environment, of, coming right from the environment of the hospital, which is also kind of loud and hustle bustle, coming into the house, it really has helped. I don't feel like he's affected by that whatsoever. Okay. It's, it's great. So I, I, I bet you could vacuum in the room while he's sleeping. Right. It's just when he's awake, man, he is awake and he <laughs> wants to just roll and, and grab stuff and you get so scared. It's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I do. Yeah, you're absolutely. constantly worried about the little guy. Yeah, dude is ready to go. Yeah, so just an update of uh, how much uh, sleep I'm not getting these days. But I think in maybe a month, the the schedule starts to kind of become less strenuous in the evenings. All right, well, we're all all pulling for you, Dennis. Yeah, just keeping everyone updated. Pulling for Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Well, um, 
I am getting a little concerned about the Miami Heat. They were up three zip. No team in the NBA has ever come down from a three zip deficit, but the Miami Heat have lost the last two games now to the Boston Celtics. And Denny, what are they doing wrong? The X's and the O's, Denny's. Oh, <laughs> such an upset. They the last two games they've looked dominated. Uh, coming into this, uh, ESPN only gave the Miami Heat a 3% chance of Ooh. even getting by the Celtics, and then they go up 3-zip, and you're like going, yeah, suck it, ESPN. And now, getting a little bit nervous because uh, the Celtics look like the much better dominant team. Uh, Bam out of bio from the Heat uh, can't seem to get going, and 110-97, to 13-point loss last night. Miami's still up 3-2 to two, Game 6 Saturday night Miami, but I think some Heat fans are starting to get a little bit nervous. Denny's, can you name one Miami Heat player? I just named one. I'm just see if you can name it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I kind of tuned out when you guys. I heard ESPN I mean, 3%. He, he I got up to that. Heat. Boom. I was back in the head. I heard that 3% ESPN. Yeah, that's, all <laughs> that's all you needed. That's all you needed. That's amazing. I was quick. <laughs> Impressive. KVJ. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what does happen with technology. I saw that Universal Music Group has just signed a deal with an AI startup. You know how. We've been playing all those songs that were created on artificial intelligence. Yeah. In fact, I hear that one Drake song, the first one we ever played on t- my son's TikTok all the time. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm, I guess they recognize that, hey, you can make some pretty good music using AI. And so now they've signed this deal. But the musical artist Sting is trying to fight back. He said, look, he said, humans are the building blocks of music and we own that and we got to defend against AI for that. I stand with Sting. Yeah. He's uh, trying to put up a fight. It'd be interesting to see where that goes. Does he have a point? Of course he does, but I don't know how you can fight back against it. You just have to. It's the old adage of man versus machine. You got to be as a man better than the machine. Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least kind of keep the machine at bay on things that we want to protect near and dear to our the human spirit. Is that not worth something? Hopefully people will just find a way to use AI as a tool, not as the complete. And that's what I think a lot of people are trying to insist AI is going to be. But as soon as a few artists go, yeah, you can use my likeliness and you can do the AI with my voice, uh, <laughs> things will start to change. There'll be a war in music. That AI Drake song, I don't know how much a human had at hand with making that song. And that's a great question because everyone assumes it's just a complete AI thing. And if you uh-huh. do a deep dive, do yeah. you find out humans did have a he hand in it? He had a lot to do and he processed it. And he, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, who knows? So tell me, yay or nay? Hey, science, do we need this? Let me know. What do you think? Because that's the big question. The advancements are just out of control. But should we accept the advancement, even if it does seem awesome? So tell me, do we need this? We talked about this a little bit, but now they've gone to a whole new level of growing human babies from scratch in a lab. Without any kind of mating process. Listen to how scary this gets. This is a whole new level. This is a whole new level. This is an old story. No, there's new things about this you need to pay attention to. This would all be available within the next five years. Parents could design their offspring to have certain traits using gene editing tools. That's not new. We know that. It also means that women of any age could have babies. You're saying, wait a minute, how could that be possible? They're saying that scientists now could generate sperm and eggs for infertile people from one of their blood cells. 
You can now take just a cell. Or, in a more diabolical way, you could actually take a hair strand from one person, get their DNA, and make a baby without their consent. That don't sound right, does it? That does not sound right. Imagine if you had a crazy ex. She snagged one of your hairs, and then she comes back at you and says, I just had your baby 10 months later. And you're like, what? Yeah, that doesn't feel good. Researchers are guessing it would take five years to produce egg-like cells from humans, with another 10 to 20 years of testing before physicians can feel the process is safe enough to use in clinics. So in 25 years, you would be able to make babies from one person's hair or a blood cell. Do you like this? You're a man of progress. Golly, this is getting real crazy, man. This is getting real crazy. I don't know how comfortable I am with this. you got to have some severe regulations behind this stuff, and it could get way out of control. Now, if you have to do it in a lab and you have to have scientific knowledge, it's not like somebody can go out and buy a Make My Baby kit. But this has got the makings. Or order from Amazon. Or the ingredients of a, a villain in a superhero sure. movie. If you had the person with the lab and the technology and the know-how, it could definitely be used in the wrong they, way. They take the hairs of, of 10 of the most evil people on the planet to make one super evil person. I think what's going on is they're worried because the population is getting so much older and we're not reproducing at the same rate. And they're thinking that, hey, if people want to be independent, not get married, have babies, we might have to start making the next generations in labs. And so this might be the future of humanity. So me and Suits have to have kids. We have to start. We have to join the team. I guess. Of y'all as parents. I guess. I'm not saying definitely cancel this, but I'm very skeptical and I'm scared to death of this it, concept. So is this one of those stories where it is so, it's possible, but it's not going to really happen? Or is this the legit We're future? heading down that path. Remember how, um, what, 30 years ago, you're laughing about cloning a sheep and then they did it? And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't think that was really going to happen. Barbara Streisand's cloning her dog. Yeah. Like, wait, what? You guys really did that? <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys were joking. Yeah, just wait. 25 years now, you'd be going, I thought that guy was joking like two decades ago. No, it could be happening. So what about this? Hey, science, do we need this? Elon Musk and his company Neuralink, they've just been given the okay by the FDA to plant chips into human brains. The chips are said to be used to improve vision and mobility. What they do is they send signals via Bluetooth to those cells to get uh, muscles and things like that working that are not getting signals. But you could see the conspiracy theory on this one. You putting chips in your brain. What other not- kind of what other kind of signals? Right now, it seems great because you could send signals, and there's a purpose to it. And revolutionary. You could have blind people see. You could have lame people walk. That's amazing. But think about you're right. The evil villain. From James Bond steps into this, and what happens with Neuralink now? Well, we put a chip in sweet Denny's brain, and then all of a sudden, Denny's Denny's walks in here and hits me over the head with a beer bottle. It's my show now, Ralston. His voice is deeper. Yeah, could you imagine that? You could hack Denny's through Neuralink. He's a power. You could turn him evil. Yeah, that'd be terrible. We just had AI Denny's. You could have evil Denny's all through Neuralink. I don't know. Science? Do we need this? What about this? They say the new BMW 5 Series sedan will allow drivers to change lanes just by looking in the outside mirror. Do you see a problem with this? What's going to happen? The vehicle will suggest a lane change that can be carried out by the driver simply looking into the exterior mirror just to confirm the change. The car then takes over the steering and changes lanes on its own. So imagine if you just, you're like, kind of like dazed. You're just looking around and you don't realize it. You accidentally give an eye command to your car to change lanes. No, none of these, not one of these sound good.
They say the new highway assistant system, which works at speeds up to 85 miles an hour, will allow drivers to travel long distances on the road without having their hands on the steering wheel, just as long as they maintain a close eye on the traffic. They say the sedan will also have automated parking, which can be controlled in the vehicle or by a smartphone outside the vehicle up to 220 yards away. So from two plus football fields away, you could park your car. I don't know. I don't know about, do we need our eyes to be able to drive our cars? No. I mean, how lazy do we have to I get here? I, Good God! I don't find turning the wheel that difficult. Are we get, do, do we want to... Hey, it, science, do we need this? Well, I don't know. Do we want to make it to where we never have to do anything ever again? I I, I don't know. Some I mean, of these things I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about. I mean, Uber Eats was cool. Yeah, right. It's convenient. We're yeah. getting too far. I, I don't know. I feel like we are kind of getting too far. What about this? Okay, there is now another robot mower on the way. It uses AI technology to mow your lawn in straight lines without wires. And it can learn anything you want to teach it about boundaries and schedules and things like that on mowing your lawn. That doesn't seem bad. That this, just seems like a, a mower with a timer. You know what? Science, I'm cool with this. Yeah, go on ahead. Give me a robot mower. I'm good with that one. Because you know why? It's not, it's not trying to take anything from you. It's trying mm-hmm. to help you. It's being cool. And what about this? Researchers in Canada are working on a robot called Fetch that can help find misplaced items. It'll scan the room and keep track of specific things like keys, Jaybird. They're hoping it could be a companion robot for people with dementia, but eventually they think it's something everybody might want. Could you imagine anything you ever lose? You just call on your fetch to get it for you and it'll track it down and then you don't have any more problems. Is this fetch thingy going to look like Megan, that robot? You see, you see what I'm saying? I don't, not that I know of. They didn't explain what it looks like. Okay. So that I don't know. And I would imagine you don't have to have it look like something that's going to kill you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that too. Think about all the time you can save. How much time do you spend looking for lost keys? The, th- the things I like is when the robot is not trying to infringe on my lifestyle. They're trying right. to help me out. They're, yeah. they're being cool with me. Absolutely. I'm kind of cool with that one. So. If you haven't seen that Megan movie about that little girl robot, I mean, all this reminds me of this. I don't think the, I can deal with it. Well, I think it's realistic. I think Megan is a realistic, it's a horror movie, but yeah. I think that could happen, man. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, we are going into scary territory, man. We are. I don't know how many of these stories freaked you out, but a few definitely did me. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, it is World Redhead Day. So who does the world recognize as the number one redhead? We'll let you know next. My KVJ show. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Well, today is World Redhead Day, not to be confused with National Redhead Day that somebody tells me is on November 5th. Okay. So there's two different days of observance. This is for the global, and that's why we turn our sights to Ireland and a website that they have there who's ranked out the most famous redheads of all time. They have a a full-on ranking. They do. And they give the number one spot to Prince Harry as the most famous redhead of all time. Are they just being topical? Could be topical. They could be local, considering this is coming from Ireland. But that's who they put. Do you agree with that? I don't don't think I agree with that. Of all time? From their perspective, it might be because of the royalty factor. I don't know who else you would have. In the past, that is famous redheads that stand out. But if Ireland's cool with it, they seem to know a thing or two about redheads. I'm not going to argue with them. I don't like it because I don't think a lot of people really here like Prince Harry. And so they probably would fight that. He seems young, too, because in the now, if you say today, but we're talking all time is what they said. I'm just saying, I know Prince Harry's been around for a minute. I get all that. But he hasn't really been to the forefront until recent years. There's other redheads that have gotten way more famous. Well, That's the end of my debate. Compared to who they have on it, Prince Harry versus Ed Sheeran, who's more famous? Ed Sheeran. I disagree with that. I think Prince Harry, because he's been in the limelight for so long and he's got the royalty, has more penetration. If you would go to an older person in Ireland and ask them Ed Sheeran, they may not know. Because they're not probably tied into contemporary music. And Ed Sheeran, last 10 years, yeah, he's been in the forefront, but Prince Harry's had more time in the spotlight. So you're thinking, I'm just looking through this whole thing through my American eyes. It's your perspective. I I can see why they would argue this. I do do defend it. I'm not saying I love it. But I can see it. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm sticking with Ed. I feel like if you ask the majority of people across the globe, Prince Harry or Ed Sheeran, I guarantee you more people would know who Ed Sheeran is. Who's more likable? Ed Sheeran. Who's more famous through a global population? Prince Harry. I stand by Ed. Two separate questions. Rupert Grint. That's the redhead from the Harry Potter movies they have at number five. At number eight, they have Conan O'Brien. Number nine, they have Adele. Those are the names you would know. It's it's peppered in with some other names you would only probably know if you're Irish. No Carrot Top? That's kind of whack. Again, this is from Ireland, so Carrot Top apparently is not penetrating over there. Gag comedy doesn't maybe work for Ireland. He did not make it for their list. Again, I guess I'm looking through through my American eyes. Yeah, you got to keep in mind the perspective. Now, some other ones that you could argue... You got an Emma Stone. She's considered to be a redhead. I don't know if you would say that she's one of the biggest. She a redhead, huh? I, I would I would say she's brown. They have her in the category of redhead. You, she looks like she's brown hair to me. Yeah, well, when you throw in the strawberry blonde, it gets, you know, debatable. Sophie Turner. Is that Sansa? From Game of Thrones. You got Isla Fisher. Yeah. From Wedding Crashers. You have got Lindsay Lohan, strawberry blonde. Okay. So I don't I know f- who else. I feel like I feel like a lot of people know who Lindsay Lohan is. Across the globe, she always would make headlines. All that stuff it crosses over. Mm-hmm. Seeing the top comment, I'm getting that people are arguing it should be Lucille Ball. 
Now, in the United States, very famous. Older audience was, would know Lucille Ball, but if you're talking about anybody 40 or younger, you're probably going to start losing people. That's a lot of people to lose. You do lose a lot of people. I, I don't know. If, if you ask anybody under the age of 25, do they know Lucille Ball? I, I know some would. It's going to be rare. I, I, I'd be very confident if I went to my 25-year-old daughter and asked her who Lucille Ball was, she'd have zero idea. But do you think that's the, major, that's the majority? I would guess so, yeah. I would guess so. Uh, another big comment coming through outside of Lucille Ball, and this is arguable, King Henry VIII. He was a redhead. A lot of people know who he is, and arguably you'd think coming from that, if you're talking about of all time, King Henry VIII probably would be the most famous redhead. Should I be. I don't know if I have confidence of everyone knowing who that is. He's gotten a lot of resurgence because they've done some of those Netflix romance shows. A lot of stuff about King Henry VIII in there that they've uh, put around him. And you are talking about of all time. That's a long time. So we're looking at it very much in the here and now. So going literally on what they have said, most famous redhead of all time. And you talk about the eons of people for generations and hundreds of years. People have known who that guy is. Definitely more famous than Ed Sheeran and his little time in the sun. Or even Prince Harry. Well, of course, but, you know, as time fades. Sure, things might change, but will Ed Sheeran in 300 years be talked about? That's a great question. Yeah, King Henry VIII is. I mean, with AI, who knows? You don't know. He might live on forever. So, anyway, that's the debate you can take today for World Redhead Day. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. All right, well, uh, Virginia is out today. We'll be back with us next week. She's going to take her daughter, Magnolia, to Florida State to uh, go in there and do that whole thing where they get familiarized with the school. She's going to be in Nashville today. I think she's going to hook up with my son, Colin, up there, do his little tour at his distillery. So we'll hopefully check in with Virginia here in just a little bit. So got to take over the dirt here today, and this is the only one I'm going to do. But my daughter was uh, all pumped about the Kardashians hitting Hulu for season three yesterday. And it featured Kim Kardashian with some words about Kanye. I never comment. I never post. Like, he has made up the most insane narrative about you and the tape. and But even just, like, how he looks so down on me for, like, my tape and brings it up all over town, all over the media, like, thanks for reminding people once again, is going to be far more damaging to the kids one day than my tape will ever be. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think? I only counted four likes. Okay. That was quick for her. So there you go. It's on. Another season of the Kardashians on Hulu. I mean, just so raw and real, Kevin. I know, right? (laughs) Well, check this out. More scandal being tied to the name of Jeffrey Epstein. Maybe you heard him. Virginia talked about this in the dirt, I think, a week ago. How they're going after J.P. Morgan. Well, J.P. Morgan is now firing back because they were saying that J.P. Morgan was financing a lot of the sex trafficking that Jeffrey Epstein was doing. But now J.P. Morgan has filed back, and they say that Jeffrey Epstein paid school tuition for the children of then-U.S. Virgin Islands Governor John DeJong Jr., whose wife helped secure student visas and a work license for young women connected to Epstein. 
These tuition payments allowed the then governor to funnel additional money right into his political campaign. So you can see all the scandal here. It has to do with helping people in their politics while you're trafficking girls, getting money. That's what Epstein was doing. Hopefully we start getting to some real names so people can really start standing up and being accounted for when it comes to everything that went on with this dude. Oh, they were getting names, Kev. Well, we got one. We got the then governor. So this is a place to start. John D. Jong Jr. So, hey, it's not the big tuna that we're looking for, but it's at least some names. You're chipping away at it. J.P. Morgan's alleging that Epstein's generosity was part of his broader effort to build sway on the islands. And that's what he did. He would work all these kind of like shell games, almost like a Ponzi scheme to get money and influence. The filing is part of the bank's defense of this civil lawsuit going on right now in the U.S. Virgin Islands, alleging that J.P. Morgan facilitated Epstein's sex trafficking of young women. J.P. Morgan is denying wrongdoing in the case, and that's why they're fighting back. Do you know who Jana Kramer is? It sounds, yeah, yes, I do. She was on One Tree Hill. She had about one hit in country music. And you probably know her because she is a serial marrier. She's big on social media, too. She's always posting. Yeah, and it's usually about her heartbreak. It is. It's it's a very sad, emotional post. She rebounded and started dating a soccer coach two months ago. And now they're getting married. This Mm. is going to be her fourth. Kevin, I just can't. (laughs) At what point do you be like, why do I do this? Why am I doing this? Number four for Jana Kramer coming up after two months of dating. And she puts it all out there as far as on on social media. Yeah, Yeah, she thinks this, this one's going to last. And Tom Hanks was amusing. He was doing the Harvard commencement speech yesterday, and he was flexing on the kids. It's not fair, but please don't be embittered by this fact, that without having done a lick of work, (laughs) without having spent any time in class, without once walking into that library, in order to have anything to do with the graduating class of Harvard, its faculty, or it's a distinguished alumna, I make a damn good living playing someone who did. If you remember back to his Da Vinci Code movies, he played uh, the intellectual guy that was running things down, and he was apparently a Harvard graduate from that. He also had some other things to say about how amusing it was that he was the one delivering the commencement speech at Harvard. I don't know much about Latin. I have no real passion for enzymes, and public global policy is something I scan in the newspaper just before I do the wordle. And yet here I am. And yeah, here I am. There you go. Tom Hanks, and that is your dirt of the day. Got some birthdays today, including Scott Disick. I can't get away from the Kardashians. He's turning 40 today. Matt Stone from South Park is 52. Elena Bonham Carter is 57. Miami's own Lenny Kravitz turns 59. And also from Miami Vice. You remember Tubbs? Of course. Do you remember his name? Uh, it's three names. It is. Uh... Philip Philip Michael Thomas. That's it. He's 74 today. Hank Williams Jr. turned 74 as well. Stevie Nicks is 75. And uh, he used to live here in South Florida. Brett Musburger is uh, 84, famous sportscaster. Got some other birthday shout-outs. This one is to Aria. She is turning seven, the sweetest, kindest, and most beautiful girl we know. From Mommy, Daddy, Laura, and the puppies. And there's her photo on KBJ-TV. 
Also, we got Maddie. She is turning 13, officially a teenager today. From mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, Missy, and Binks. Also, happy birthday to Maddie. Love your besties, Ziva and Avon. All from the Girl Scout troop that's a photo right there. Thank you for sending that in, Christy. Nice. Happy 12th birthday to Karina. Enjoy your last day in the sixth grade. That's from dad, mom, and sissy. You've got uh, her photo there. Royal Palm Beach Panthers volleyball, baby. Okay, let's go, Panthers. Also, Maddie, happy birthday from your school bestie, Brooklyn. Now officially a teenager. Got a uh, birthday shout-out as well to uh, Mason. He's having a birthday on Sunday, and they're on their way to Dollywood in Tennessee. Maybe we'll see Virginia. I know she's going to be stopping through there. You'll know her voice. You'll be able to hear her. (laughs) Aunt Danny, Uncle Tim, Logan, Summer Mom, and Dad. Also, Afton, happy birthday. That is from Billy Joe. You got a birthday to J.C. Aranya. That is coming in here today from your mom, Bodie Parker. He's known as the Bodester, by the way. He is having a second birthday. That's from his mom, dad, and the rest of the fam. Happy birthday, Bodester. The Bodester. (laughs) That's a great photo. Also, Ray and Father Donnie's having some birthdays tomorrow. That is also from Amanda. And this is my second year playing Double Your Paycheck and still haven't won. I'm so sorry to hear that because... We had somebody yesterday who wasn't listening to the radio and didn't win, man. Tough. Also, birthday shout-out to my wife and favorite teacher in the world, Stephanie. That is from your hubby, Alberto. Got her photo there on KBJ TV. Thank you for the shout-outs. You can always get them to us, mail at kbjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. We got a no-name movie game coming up here in a sec. We got a bit of an issue. Our champion is not here, so that means what? The belt becomes vacant? It does, yeah. Whoever's here to play, yeah. I believe you did make a Vince McMahon type of... Yeah, if you are not here, then boom. You you lose the right to keep it. Yeah, so uh, we shall see what goes down with that. We've got uh, from Stat Girl Whitney. Yeah, Virginia is the current champ. She had a six-point win last week. This is going to cause some controversy because now technically we, we do really do have two champions at that point. Well, like I said, Virginia loses it. I know, but I'm saying, you know, for for the fodder, for the for the for the people, I'm the only one that cares about this. I don't know why I'm even talking about it. Virginia still got nine wins. Wayne the lead. Suits got five. Bird, you got three. But today could be your day, man. Oh yes. Today could be your day. So if you want to uh, play along, no-name movie game, just hit us up, 877-979-WRMF. It's KBJ. All right, here we go. Time for the no-name movie game. It's a big day for a bird to make a move. With Virginia out today. She is definitely not going to be getting a win. She's got nine on the season. Suits has got five. Bird got three. So y'all get to catch up one and way or the I other. Want to let everyone know, if you look in KBJ TV, this is an official championship round. The belt is on the line. Putting the belt on the side. Thank you to Engineer Keith for making the brand new belt. Oh, that looks good, man. That thing is popping, dude. Really popping. Okay, so here we go. We've... Uh, Got Virginia out, so I guess I'm going to take uh, Virginia's spot here today uh, in this. So I get to uh, play along. Suge, would you like to go first? 
Sure, I'm down to go first. Okay. We'll get you uh, teed up here with uh, Jenna from Plantation. Hello, Jenna. Hi. How you doing? I'm great. I can't believe I'm playing. <clears throat> I listen to this every morning. Okay. Well, let's see how you do. Suits is trying to oh, gain on right. Virginia here. All right, the young prodigy. Let's see if he's got it. He's going to give you clues to movies. He can't use any of the characters' names, any of the actors' names, or any of the words from the title of the movie. Okay, if you're both ready, 60 seconds on the clock. Let's tee it up. Your time begins now. Uh, These are mechanical. They're machines that look like people. What would they be called? Uh, Robots? Yep. Um, This is uh, his dog gets killed, and he's really angry about it, so he goes around killing everyone. Uh, Uh, Wait. Pass. Say it again. Um, okay. This is uh, if you were to uh, pass. Um, this is when you're working out. No blank, no blank. No pain, no gain. Uh, yep, without the yep, without the no. Oh. Okay. Without saying no pain, in front. Pain, gain. Yep. Okay. Yep. Pain. Yep. <laughs> um, if you are in a hurry, this is another word for it. It's the hour when everybody's what? on the road. Yep. Uh, this is the British bear that wears a top hat that the Queen loves. Paddington? Yep. Uh, the glass slipper doesn't fit. Disney movie. Cinderella. Yep. Uh, this is a building full of sculptures made of the stuff the candles are made of. It's called what? Uh, wax museum? Nope. Uh, it's uh, a pass. Uh, if you... Okay. Okay. Did that one, did he ever get pain and gain? I don't know if he ever... I, I don't know if pain and gain was I ever... I'm not sure. Gain. I heard pain gain, to be honest. Yeah. So I think we got to take that one out. We got a four we spot there. We have a four there. spot. Okay. That's all right. Not good. bad. Still solid spot, score. Not bad. It could, Sorry. It could, it could hold up. No, that's a great score. No. You might be the winner here, Jenna. We'll uh, see. All right, let me see. I have got Jen here from... Palm City to play along. Hello, Jen. Good morning. How you doing, Jen? I'm great. How are you? Good. Okay. I, I don't get to play this often, so hopefully I'm not too rusty here. We got this. I don't know. Honestly, you, D. Kevin Ralston looks a little nervous today. I mean, yes, he I'm, looks I'm shook. Terrified. <laughs> he looks a little shook today. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Well, it means a lot to Kev to win this game. I know it, it does. does. He acts like he don't care, but he cares. No, for Jen, I want to I want to see her walk away with the W here. So let's do this, Jen. Let's get on the same Absolutely. page here. All right, 60 seconds. We can do this. No name movie game. Our time begins now. Pass. Pass. Uh, you put a feathered fowl in this thing. It has a door. It is a, a movie from Miami. What? Nope. It's not a chicken coop. Uh, uh, the birdcage. The birdcage. Yeah, uh-huh. It is a kid that is in a home without parents. When you don't have parents and home you're alone. Um, what do they call that kid? You don't have any parents. Oh, the orphan. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you say it when it's hanging on the wall. It's something that gives you a reflection. Say it twice. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yep. Okay, it's somebody that rules a country. He's mean. He's not nice. The dictator. Yes. Um, they come, they have a shell. Turtle, they're in a half shell. Ah, I said uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's, okay, it's not a woman. It's the opposite of a woman, and they got flames coming off their body. It's a what? Opposite of a woman? Uh, fireman? Off, and no, no, not fireman. Flip it around. Man on fire. Yep. Okay, it is a singing movie. It's a French movie. Singing in French. Moulin Rouge. Oh, we got it. At the buzzer. What we got, Denny's? Six spot. Wow. Ricky came to play. The Kevin Ralston. (laughs) Okay. What's that title? Only thing I can say is she said mirror, mirror on the wall instead of just mirror, mirror. 
I don't know if that takes away from it. I, I mean, mm, I'm just I don't know. okay. Well, we'll see how it plays out. We we can debate it if we get to it. She's got a six right now, but if Bird lays up a five, then we'll have to have a debate and see what the audience says. Gosh, man, man, you came to play, Ralston. Okay, we'll see. I'd shake that rust off. Okay, we got uh, Rick. Is it Rich? I believe here. Is it Rich? Rich. Rich. Okay. Rich. Rich on here from Lake Worth Beach. Okay, Bird. Rich, I need this, and I need this hard. Bird, let's remove all doubt and just get a seven. Okay. Yeah. Rich, that's what I'm talking about. That's the way brother. to do it. I like, <laughs> I like, I like the way guy. Rich is thinking here. Okay. You're right. Remove all doubt. Let's not even have a debate about this. 60 seconds on the clock. Bird going for a much-needed win here in the no-name movie game. Your time begins now. It's a karate movie, uh, not lion, and if the not a uh, squatting lion, uh, uh, not it's a pass. Uh, another name for getting married, a, a, a slang term. Getting hitched. Uh, keep going. Uh, you uh, BTK was into this. Uh, pass. Um, <laughs> uh, think about uh, a dog. Uh, what I can't uh, think about a dog. A, a, a ball. Past uh, Denny's. Past Denny. Or uh, what's your name? Suits. Uh, the, uh, oh my gosh. The the, they call these the human penguin in the religious world. Uh, they're, they're, oh God. They're just in black and white. They're female. They hit you with rulers. Uh, they, they're religious women. They hit you. A uh, pass. Pass. Are you there? Uh, the, the, the journals of a. So I think he said the nun there at the very end. So I think it's a one spot. Okay. Uh, some weeks you just don't have it. Yeah, I, I don't think we have a debate today. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. People get mad when you don't say what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, so we had. Um, we had the nun. I think I got the nun. The nun I think you got. Yeah. You had okay. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon yeah. was your first one. Tying the knot was the BTK clue. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't yeah. cards. Yeah. Good job, Kevin. Okay. Man. All right. Wow. Kevin just comes in and smokes us. Hey, look, you know my philosophy. A loss for the witches. A win for the bird. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, I wanted one of you guys to gain on her. Oddly enough, we Virginia's not here, and neither of you gain on her. Oh man, I, I wait to be excited about your wins. Okay, all right. No, I'm excited for oh, Jen because Jen came cruising in here. <laughs> Jen dominated. Jen was absolutely amazing. Yay. So Jen, I want you to walk into the weekend with us. Yeah, absolutely. It's so it's just, I can't believe Virginia's not here, and you guys didn't gain on her. The pain, it's so Kevin. Hilarious how much you hate this game. <laughs> you can't get That's away a, from this game. I can't. You hate it so much. We always do testing on the most popular segments, and this is always number one. It's you unbelievable. Hate it so to me. much. You can't get rid I can't, of it. I can't. <laughs> And you really loathe this bit. I feel like whenever I get to heaven, I'm going to have to play the no-name movie game nonstop. <laughs> That's how you I know, know you're in be, hell. Am I really in heaven? <laughs> I, I don't even know. Good Lord. At least it didn't tie. I know you were kind no, of nervous. No, right. If it was an overtime, you're right. Thank God we didn't have an overtime. That's when I can really visibly see Kevin's spirit drain from his body. <laughs> what? Uh, there are some big movies that uh, are opening up this weekend. The Little Mermaid, that is the live-action version with uh, Haley Berry. Uh, Melissa McCarthy also in that one, rated PG. You've got uh, a fun movie. I hope it's good. 
It's called The Machine. It's got Burt Kreischer and Mark Hamill plays his dad in it, Luke Skywalker. And it comes off of his comedy skit from 2016 he did. He told this story about how when he was at Florida State, he went to Russia. And it's a hysterical skit. So I'm hoping that the uh, movie is good as well. That's in theaters. It's going against the mermaid, though. That's tough. Well, I mean, it's not going to be the number one movie. You just hope that it's it's good. I mean, it's nothing is going to be the Little Mermaid. That's going to easily be the number one movie. Sebastian Maniscalco is doing a new movie with Robert De Niro. It's kind of based on his life called About My Father. And he just announced he's going to be here, I think, for three dates, uh, July 20th, somewhere around there, the 21st, 22nd, maybe, at Hard Rock Live. My dad loves him. Okay, yeah. Loves him. So does my sister. They love him. South Florida must. He's doing three nights there, so he's got that movie opening up this weekend. He's huge. Yeah, he is. No doubt. Absolutely. And then Gerard Butler has got uh, one of his typical kind of movies called Kandahar that is going to be out in theaters this weekend as well. KVJ. It is official National Road Trip Day today. There's a lot of people going to be setting out on the road starting summertime vacation. So for anybody who is going out, what would you say that people need to see and what would you say that people need to skip? Because sometimes you drive way out of your way when you're doing a road trip and you're going, gosh, man, we drove all this way for that. I always hear that, you know, let's go by the house of mud. And those things sound kind of like my cup of soda, those really weird, niche kind of things. But when you go to the biggest house of mud, you know, is that a is that a waste of a stop? Is that fun? Because when we went to mm-hmm. the, the smallest or the, the biggest or whatever it was in Logan with the pencil sharpers. Yeah, that might be on the skip list. I don't know. That was cute. It was fun. Really? It okay. really was, though, it, it, because you're not expecting much. I think that's the charm of it. Okay. So you would that would actually be on your... I know. I'm weird. That's why I'm asking. Is the house of mud even worth it? There's a lot of stuff in South Florida that I'm just curious. Would people put on the see or skip list if you're going through it? You've got, um, for instance, uh, on our Facebook post that we had up there on what you should see or skip, Kate said that the Shipwreck Museum in Key West, super interesting. So she said that would be a C. But if you're talking about maybe the southernmost point in Key West, when people say that's a C, I mean, all it is is just you're right there on the water. I mean, is it just worth it for a photo or is it like, eh? It's I think really it's, nothing. I think if you're there for the first time, the photo is cool, but it really is not much. It's just that a lot of wedding people go there too. Yeah. The Mortello Museum in Key West that has Robert the Doll. Is that a C or a skip? Have you ever been there? I haven't been. I don't think I've been inside. No, I've been by it, but I was walking by and I was like, "Hey, Kim, you want to go?" She's like, "Nah, it's stupid. Let's go to a bar." I was like, "All right." Back to the southernmost point. I think that's going to be. Some people think that's cool. They think that's a, a neat I, I picture. Would, yeah, I would put that on the on the C list. Yeah, I guess I would too. You got you got to see that. Um, now I'm wondering, what about like a Times Square in New York City? I've never been. I would like to see it. To me, I would put that on a C list, but some people may argue about uh, pickpockets and blah, 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 and but not I, worth it. That, but Overrated. Give you your New York story. Everyone needs a New York story. I don't have one. You yeah. got one. You've been mugged. You're, you're lucky. I'm lucky for getting mugged? It's such a great story. To t- if you are if you ever need a conversation and you're stuck, hey, yeah. you know, once I got mugged in New York, and oh, really? Oh, well, tell me more. Only Mr. $1,500 for a story. It, but now I'm saying yeah, that's right. years later, it's a great story. Another question I have is what about the Grand Canyon? Amy said, skip it unless you're doing a helicopter tour. I've heard the Grand Canyon is so overrated. 
Really? Yes, for many people. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. Everybody's got a different take on it. Um, Mark said the east rim of the Grand Canyon is only two hours away from Sedona, Arizona. He said, I've been there five times. That's definitely on the must-see list. We can't say you go to the Key West southernmost point and say, oh, but you can't go to the Grand Canyon. That don't seem right. You got to go to the Grand Canyon. If we're saying go mm-hmm. to the Key West, we got to go. You got to go to Grand Canyon. Right. Ellie said, uh, "Got to see the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. The Blue Ridge Highway through North Carolina, Virginia, totally worth seeing." So she said that is definitely on the C list if you're going to be road tripping. What about Dollywood? Is that a must? Mm, I don't know. Is Disneyland? I've never been to the one in California. Yeah. It, I, I hear it's smaller. It's not as cool. It's yeah. It's eh, I've been there once. So it's a low budget version of. No, I wouldn't say it's low budget. It's still pretty solid. But I think if you would go from one park to the next, the one in Orlando to that, you'd notice that eh, it's maybe a little bit smaller. But it's still, it's not much. But it's it holds Orlando, up. Or Orlando reigns supreme. Though. I think so. But it's it's been. I haven't gone to Disneyland in a real long time. Would you say Disney World's a must? It depends upon if you love the rides and you got kids. I think it's really where your mindset is and where you are. So that's why a lot of this is very subjective. What would be on somebody's skip list would be on somebody's sea list and vice versa. The Everglades, just to kind of chill, look at the swamps, take in the scenery. I've never even been there. And I, I, I was talking to somebody that did an airboat and they're like, I've been here for 20 plus years and I'd never done that. And it was awesome. I would love to do an airboat. Airboats are awesome. It's been on my skip list for 20 plus years now, too, and I haven't done it. And I would love to do it. Yeah, she almost talked me into it. The Everglades, though, you can't mess around, dog. Yeah, no. It'll kill you 11 different ways. Yeah. Well, she was saying if you, if you do the guided stuff in the Everglades that it's not that bad. So, I don't know, maybe one of these days. Uh, Vaughn said, as far as national parks, don't skip Wyoming. Yellowstone and the Tetons are amazing. All five parks in Utah as well. So he recommended that and definitely Monument Valley. So if you're out that way, that's what Vaughn's saying is on the C list. Washington, D.C., Lincoln, Memorial. To me, just because of having a photo in front of it, those are such massive landmarks that have so much meaning for U.S. history. When you were a kid, were you excited going to that? Or were you kind of just like, oh, history? No, I loved history. I've always loved history. too, man. That was the one subject I could really pay attention to. I was pumped. Yeah, I went there for the first time in fifth grade. It's awesome. Uh, Some other ones. Candy says, Crater Lake in Oregon, the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm Googling that. Crater Lake? I like hearing about things I've never heard of. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. Don't know much about it, but I've heard of it. Brenda said, Mackinac Island is also a must-see. And Jessica said, if you're talking about the Redwoods in California, skip that and go straight to Sequoia National Park. And yes, Sequoia is great. I used to live out there and would go there often. Uh, the other one that Stacy says to skip is the Coke Museum in Atlanta. She's like, eh. And that's the kind of stuff I want to hear. Because if you're going to be going through and doing a road trip, there's nothing worse than wasting about three hours on something that was, eh. What about the Baseball Hall of Fame? Cooperstown. Is that worth it? Have oh, you ever yeah, been? for me. If, if you love it, yeah. Yeah, if, if you uh, do that. Um, let me see. Another one said... Uh, let me see. Somebody said, actually, skip Ohio in general. Yeah, that's uh, arguable. Uh, let me see. The one that I had, it uh, moved on me here. Uh, Yellowstone got a uh, shout out for that. Grand Canyon's getting a lot of uh, pluses. 
Uh, Glacier National Park. That That's pretty impressive as well. I've been there. That's in Montana. Is that one of those things you go there? Oh, cool. There's glaciers. Oh, there's more glaciers. About about 45 minutes into it, you kind of get the gist of it. No, streams, mountains, all that kind of stuff. If you love nature, if you truly do, if, if you are in awe of the presence of mountains and snow-capped mountains and the beauty of it, you love it. If you're a person that would look at a mountain, streams, and nature and all that, be like, meh, then skip it. I love nature. Then you'd love it. I think it'd be your thing. So there you go. If you want to uh, check out the full list, there's a lot of really good tips. If you're going to be road tripping this weekend, go to the KVJ Show Facebook page and let us know. What would you see? What would you skip? The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. All right, Virginia is out. Little family trip. Went to Florida State. With her daughter Magnolia, and then she's hitting Nashville, and they just go go see Grandma, who's ninety nine. Wow, crazy, huh? So she'll be back with us when we're back here next week. So be hitting the uh, dirt up here for you coming up in just a second. We'll let you know. Are you going to start calling her Senator Winfrey? Oprah, could she be a state senator? I'll give you the details on that in just a few. Well, Beyonce stepped in it, I guess. She tried to do a little tribute like so many artists did for Tina Turner, and so she posted up on her website calling Tina, quote, my beloved queen and the epitome of power and passion. Then people brought up Beyonce's 2013 track she did with Jay-Z called Drunken Love, which contains a reference to the abuse Tina suffered at the hands of her then-husband Ike Turner. And the song Jay-Z raps, beat the box up like Mike in 97, I bite, I'm like Turner, turn up baby, no I don't play, baby no I don't play. Now eat the cake, Anna May said, eat the cake, Anna May. Well, Tina's real name was Anna May Bullock. And the cake line was a reference to a real-life incident where Ike physically assaulted Tina Turner with cake. So, what, so, Twitter's mad saying? They what, were just saying you're paying tribute, and yet you kind of mocked her physical abuse she had to go through at the hands of her former husband. So it came for her. How does Twitter not know that they talked after and maybe they, they, they formed a relationship? And they maybe... don't care about that. They're just looking for people. to. They don't care about all that. They're just looking for people that they can call out. Understood. That's all they care about. Duly noted. Taylor Swift played Philly a couple of weeks ago. I was telling you about how 100,000 fans were right out there on the highway. There was a Jason to the stadium she was playing in. They were drinking in the music and singing along because they couldn't afford those $1,000 tickets. So she's playing MetLife Stadium in New Jersey this weekend, right outside of New York City. And they've come out and they've said, fans, please do not do that here. She's playing three nights. You cannot stand out on our highways and sing along to Taylor Swift songs because you will be hit by cars. So they're saying that's not happening. B.B. Rexa, she's 34 years old. She put on 30 pounds and she talked about why and how it made her feel. I went to the doctor like last year and I, and a lot of women actually have this and they don't know about it, but I, they um, diagnosed me with PCOS, which is polycystic ovary syndrome. And it's one of the, it's one of the leading causes of why women um, gain weight and are mm. obese. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I literally jumped like 30 pounds, like so quickly, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe a little bit more, but, um, but yeah, we gotta just be positive yeah. and just show people love and just, yeah. Okay, so there you go. That's what happened to me, Kevin. Is that what it was? Yep. <laughs> okay. Let's be positive. That's right. Love me. No more fat for, shaming. Thank you. 
So if you were wondering, she is not going to be Senator Winfrey. Oprah has spoken out. California Governor Gavin Newsom was kind of floating the possibility that he would replace Dianne Feinstein, a state senator there who's very old, with a black woman. And people were saying, Oprah. Oprah said, nah, I'm good. I'm kind of enjoying my life. I've got a ton of money. I don't need that kind of heat. She's like, I'm all right. And how about this? You probably heard us yesterday talking about uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis floundered launch on Twitter with had with all the technical difficulties. Took him a good 20 minutes to get the thing up and going. Well, now Twitter's head of engineering has announced that he is resigning and leaving the company. Oh. Yes. The shame somebody's head had to roll with the embarrassment that happened with that, and it is the head of engineering at Twitter. He gone. Would you say that was yelling, or would it just someone get walked into an office and said, uh, this isn't going to work out? It's your fault. He might have seen the writing on the wall. Maybe he might have done it himself, or maybe Elon just said, hey, that was a complete disaster. Um, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis has taken it hard, but also, too, it was really embarrassing for the tech of Twitter and everything else Elon Musk has gone on. It wasn't a good look. But when something that, you know, that big goes wrong, does somebody say to somebody, get the hell out of the office, you're fired? Somebody's got to be a fall guy. Is that that level of, of anger, yeah. you think? Somebody's got to be a fall guy. Somebody went. Now we know who it was. And that is your Dirt of the Day. The KVJ Show. Well, it's all dudes today. Virginia's out. She's with uh, Magnolia, her daughter. They went to Florida State to do the orientation, to get her all ready to go there to school in about three weeks. And then she's heading to Nashville today and for the weekend. And then she's going to be with her grandma. I'm literally I'm calling her right now. Oh, you are? Okay. Oh, my. Uh, oh, okay. See, see. She's uh, up. You got to watch your mouth. I'll be on the dump button here. Yes. <laughs> I can only imagine what she might say. She may not even pick up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hello? You're live oh, on boy. the air. Please don't swear. <laughs> Kenny's has me on the other hold, already on hold. Whoa, it's like the Matrix, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm hanging up. Okay, yeah, I can pull you up on the other one here. Okay, are you there, Virginia? Nope, okay. <laughs> and I hung <laughs> up not, on yeah. her. That's amazing. <laughs> She's not there. Okay, well, while we try to get uh, Virginia back, uh, we knew that she wasn't going to be in today. So we decided to have a little piece of Virginia with us, and uh, we missed all the wrong statements that she's been dropping here. A new thing that we've been doing, we've been counting up how many times Virginia's wrong. In fact, it was the number one subject line that we've had for emails coming into the KBJ show probably over the last year. So we decided to put together just over the last week or so her recent Virginia is wrong. Ron DeSantis and Elon Musk are going to be running together for... The president and vice president in 2024. No, they're not. They're not? No, uh-uh. Wow. Oh. Another dollar in the Virginia's <laughs> yeah. wrong? I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think something happened to your pictures. I think either her SIM card got ruined or she doesn't have your pictures. Well, we told you yesterday that they were all worried about Bam Margera. Apparently, he's developed a new meth habit. Mm. And his sister was the one putting it out there saying, look, he's got a meth habit. Kevin Costner, ripe for the pickings. You like uh, some Costner. Yeah, it almost made me want to watch Yellowstone, but then I'm like, uh, you don't like those westerny kind of on the range shows. If I like two hosts for Jeopardy, you talking about Maya Bialik? I think she quit. She did. I think she did. That's how plugged for the like, writer strike. She's popped off. I think so. I think I read that she had walked away from it. 
Because okay. I have not read that. These full-grown men don't need your help. They don't need your assistance or guidance. And if they're coming up to you in a parking lot, nine times out of ten, it's for a bad reason. Okay. That's my favorite one right there. Okay. So nine times out of ten, nine percent of the time when guys come up to you in a parking lot, it's for a bad reason. That is uh, my favorite one because she's so serious. She really believes that stat, that nine out of ten men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I believe we have uh, Virginia back here. Hello, Virginia. Yeah. Um, did you hear your wrong montage? I did. <laughs> Yeah, Jaybird's trying to keep count over here. I think he's at about uh, how many dollars you got in that uh, jar over there, Bird? Uh, we're up to like eleven dollars right now. Okay. It's my own money, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna, you know, but, but I'm gonna give it back to myself. So we, the oh, public, okay. we can publicly. How's your uh, trip going so far, Virginia? It's going great, but let me just say this: Aren't you adorable, you stupid chucklehead? That's how you spend your time. Editing all my wrong quotes. Oh, get life. I didn't edit a thing. <laughs> That's not mine. <laughs> Poor Denny's, who's not sleeping, uh, lost more sleep to edit that. <laughs> oh, never mind. I take it back. I love Denny's. <laughs> How is uh, Florida State? <laughs> it's great. I'm actually wandering right now, trying to find the next place where I'm supposed to go. It's adorable. It, this is a beautiful campus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, she's in a good place. I'm glad we didn't get into UF. You know what? This campus is much cuter. UF is kind of like, I don't know, it looks like a bunch of hospital buildings. This place has charm. This campus looks like a Harry Potter movie. Okay, so it actually worked out well because uh, UF is trash? (laughs) Yes. That's my opinion. Okay. Because right. they didn't let my baby in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're heading to uh, Nashville later today, right? We are. So as soon as this wraps at noon, we're going to go to Nashville, pick up my sister from the airport, and just hit the town. We're going to go looking for your son, Colin, too, tomorrow. Yeah, he's uh, working today and tomorrow, so I'm going to get you guys connected, and uh, you can go do the tour of his distillery. I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Don't forget, too, you're on the lookout for some Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I will. I'll look for, like, a Bigfoot yard art. What's your budget? We'll talk. We'll talk off off the air. <laughs> Have you gone to any good restaurants? You know, we went to all the college spots. Mags wanted to go see, like, you know, where all the kids go. Um Madison Social, I guess is the oh, yeah. name of it, right? Yeah. On the edge of it's cute. It's cute. But um it's summertime too, so it's a little bit more quiet, which is good for learning the lay of the land without mm-hmm. like a sea of people everywhere. But right. if you're looking for nightlife, like it's just not jumping right now. Yeah, it ain't happening at the moment. That's cool. All right, well we miss you. We'll see you back here uh, next week with us. Yes, I will see you back here next uh, Tuesday, right? Because we yep. off Monday. Yep, three-day weekend. Three yeah. weekend. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you All soon. Right. Have fun. Be safe. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye, <laughs> Coming up here in a couple of minutes, producer Denny's. I hope he's in the pocket today because he has been lacking of the sleep with baby Lachlan now at home. Will he still have his superpower of being able to tell when people are high or not? We're about to put him to the test. If we got any Wake and Bakers out there or anybody wants to try to fool him, it's your time to call right now, 877-979-WRMF. 
The KVJ Show. He's producer Denny's. And he knows when you're high. He's producer Denny's. And he's one hell of a guy. All right, let's see if uh, Denny's has got it here today. We need uh, people that uh, are stoned and not stoned to be calling us up. 877-979-WRMF. If you want to play along, hit us up right now. 877-979-WRMF. Uh, we're going to start off here with Alonzo from Boca. Hello, Alonzo. KVJ. All right, Alonzo. Are you ready for some questions Denny's going to pepper you with? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Come on. Okay. All right. So, Denny's is going to try to get a gauge on whether you are high or not. What questions do you have for him, Denny's? All right. First question. Uh, if you were in prison, what would you use to make a shiv? Oh, okay. I've seen a lot of these movies. <laughs> Josh Hank something. All right. So, I would say you have to rip apart the toilet bin. And then shave it down somehow. I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> Take apart from the toilet and then shave it down into something sharp. I mean, once you're in there all day, you got a lot of time to think about it. So, yeah. <laughs> right. What would you use to make a shave, Bird? Probably something out of the vending machine. A, a lot of people, I think, use soap and they they wet it and then they dry it, wet it and dry it till it becomes sharper and brittle. Really? That way they can break it off. That's how you do it, huh? I don't know. Power move a, a frozen Snicker, and then <laughs> after you hurt them with the frozen, you take a bite out of it. And go, I run this. Uh, okay. <laughs> Alfonso loves that idea. <laughs> or does he? Mm. Is this I acting? Uh huh. All right. Uh, <laughs> If you were a pirate, where would you bury your treasure? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, also seen a lot of these movies, like the Pirate of the Caribbean. Um, okay. I would go to probably a very populated island like Jamaica, and then I would hide it. I don't know. Um, I haven't thought about this one. I would hide it in a boat that I would sink that I stole. That's not a bad idea. I'll find it later. It's not a good idea. Find a boat, put it in it, sink it. It's uh, very involved. I'd bury it under your dinosaurs there. It's a lot of pieces. It's almost too many. I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. All right. Final one here for you. For $100 a shot, how many shots of barbecue sauce could you take? (laughs) Oh. I mean, first, I'm allergic to so many things, so let's see. 100 per shot. How big does the shot look? Like? Standard. Standard shot. Like one out. Standard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like A1, or can I pick, or what's the situation? Yeah, I'll allow it. A1's a little thinner. Okay, I could probably do 15. Oh, wow. I don't think you should allow the A1. Yeah, it's a little thinner. I guess it's, but here's the problem with A1. It's got that vinegar back end on it. That's going to get mm. real spicy after yep. about five of those. It could. Barbecue sauce is tough because oh, it's thick molasses. It's terrible, but I mean, that's 1500 right there. Why not? That's what I'm saying. It's oh, worth it. I could make bank off of that challenge. <laughs> so I didn't challenge I'd you. I'd make so much money off of that. <laughs> How many do you think you could do? I'd make thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see if I can get a beat on this guy. 
Uh, I'm leaning not high. I think he's uh, going a little over the top here. You no. think his, uh, he's trying some acting chops out here and a he's little. just not landing it? Yes. Okay. Or is he doing the thing where he's over the top acting and he's also high? Which Gosh, is the, that's a good way to get me. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, are you high or not, Alfonso? <laughs> not at all. This is just me going to work. Okay. <laughs> it's just Alfonso. He's on his way to work. He's having fun. Yes. Okay. All right, Daddy's racks up another W. Yes. Thank you for playing along, Alfonso. Appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Well, he's just a fun-loving guy, isn't he? Alfonso. All right, we've got uh, Rodney on here from Hollywood. What's up, Rodney? Good morning, everyone. How are y'all? Good. How you doing, my friend? I'm living the dream, my friend. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like your style. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm good. Uh, Denny's got a few questions here for you. What's the uh, questions, Denny's? All right. Uh, if you were a mermaid, what would be your best friend sea creature? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Lobster. <laughs> Just like in the... The Little Mermaid, I know he's a crab, but there's obviously a reason why they bonded that friendship, you know? Well, uh, humans, or excuse me, uh, mermaids and uh, little pincher people can get along. <laughs> You're a crustacean fan, I can tell. <laughs> crustacean across yes. the nation. Okay. All right, second question for you here. Uh, if you could pick any animal to be for one week, what animal would you pick? A cat. Just a house cat, you know, sleep all day, get up, eat, wake up, sleep again. And, I mean, you pretty much can lick your entire body, too. Oh, rinse and repeat. I'm keeping it clean here, but let your minds wander. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they do, by the way. They do. They, <laughs> they lick themselves a lot. All day. All right, final one here for you. Uh, which of the seven dwarves do you think has a foot fetish? Mm. Uh, Oh, it's easy. Ooh, uh, is there a sleazy? There's, yeah, <laughs> sleazy dwarf. Sleazy and feely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's go with uh, sneezy. Is there a sneezy? Yeah, there yeah, is sneezy. a sneezy. See, I, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. I, th- I think sneezy and Doc are both suspect. Yeah. Doc hides behind yeah. the title. Yes, exactly. The Doc, t- Doc seems, yeah. He gets power. He's mm-hmm. got, yeah. Let me see those things. Yeah. <laughs> he gets off on the power. You can't trust the guy that sneezes all the time. I think he follows in Doc's footsteps. He's kind of almost, I don't want to say, he's, he's kind of, he's brought him up. Yeah. You got Sleepy Sneezy, Happy Dopey, Grumpy, Bashful, and Doc. That's impressive, Denny's. Bashful, man. Bashful might be the hidden... Foot fetish guy. He's think, all ashamed of it. Right. <laughs> He's embarrassed. Could be. Could be. Uh, all right, what are you thinking here? Rodney in Hollywood. Is this dude high or not, Denny's? Rodney's tricky because I'm not getting a high, super high vibe from him. Okay, there's nobody here high going into the weekend. I just find that hard to believe, though. It'd be kind of crazy, right? So what do you think, high or not? Oh, You're getting me while I'm weak. Uh... I just am not getting a high vibe from him. Okay. Your instinct says no. Oh, gosh. All right. So, Denny's has spoken. Rodney, are you high or not? Denny's my friend. You did it again. I am not. Wow. Yeah, okay. It just felt like he wasn't. 
Wow. He's got oh, that. Yes. E- even sleep deprived, you still can't fool producer Denny's. Yes. Dude is on it. Very nice. Well, thanks for playing along, Rodney. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you so much, and congratulations, Denny's, to oh. your new addition to your family. Thanks so much, yes. Mm-hmm. All the positive vibes being yeah. sent my way these days. 1-0 and post-dad. Oh, it's so nice. 2-0. Yeah, you're know. right. You're right. Jeez. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, technically, you're Bird right. Because it was Friday they went you. in, dude. Can you believe that it's been one week since Jen went into the hospital? It's, it's only been one week. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. Time really? flies, man. It, it, it does. Get it, ready. Yeah. That's what happens when you're a parent. KVJ. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha! Fighting in the nude. Drunk people pooping in the street. It's the Whacked Out News. So many people are mad. Ow! Well, a Florida man in cat pajamas, or maybe a cat onesie, got arrested and was accused of trying to kill his roommate by stabbing him in the neck. Good Lord. 32-year-old Omar Gutierrez was booked into a Gainesville jail on one count of attempted murder and is being held on a million-dollar bond. I'm not going to lie. Out of all the places to be stabbed in the body, the neck would be in my top three of places I would not want. Terrible, no. There's, the there's a couple neck? big veins in there. Dude, yeah, that's I not, feel like it's the bloodiest part of the body. That's a, it's a terrible place to be uh, stabbed. How about the, the cat's pajamas there? It's uh, fun stuff. Do you have a cat onesie by any chance? I, Funny enough, I do. It's yeah, a, okay. it's a uh, cat onesie wearing a Santa Claus hat. Okay, all right. And it pops. Okay, it I does. bet it it's does. It's a nice... Well, listen to this story, Bird. You might uh, care about this. There is a man and woman who got arrested after trying to break into a home in Daytona Beach while they say fleeing from a ghost. Ghost? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine a ghost? Police found a man lying on his back covered in blood and crying out in pain. A woman was found along with him. They claimed that they had gotten a room at the nearby Travel Inn, but after hearing the bathroom window opening, they demanded a refund on the belief that someone had been trying to break into their room. So it's either a burglar, burglar, or a ghost. Ghost? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I don't think they believe the ghost part, the burglar part's what they went with. They say that uh, he's facing two counts of burglary. And she is facing charges of a drug offense. Maybe that's why they were seeing the ghost. Just a thought. Yes. 23-year-old man in Oklahoma was at a realtor early this month when he decided to apply for a unit in an apartment complex. They had a computer set up. He could fill out an application, and he was doing just that. And that's when employees say they received two airdrop notifications from another iPhone They thought it was something for an apartment, so they accepted. But it turns out they were nude selfies of the guy at the computer. They then called the cops. The guy was arrested for indecent exposure. Oh, boy. Book him. Yes. 22-year-old man from Connecticut who was snorkeling in the Turks and Caicos Islands lost a leg to a shark. We got, uh, we got uh, many different instances of uh, shark attacks here over the last 
couple weeks. It was the the one of the, the my favorite books to check out of the library was his book on sharks as a kid. And they talked about this guy in Florida, how he lost his leg. And he was quoting, oh my gosh, a shark. He bit my leg. I've lost my leg. And ever since then, obsessed with sharks. Really? And that's exactly what happened to that guy, too. Dang. Was he surfing or just swimming? He was snorkeling. Dang. Doing a peaceful snorkel. Yeah, it just seems like everything's just kind of chill. It's just odd too. Out of the, what makes that shark go? I want to get that guy's leg. Yeah, the other stories we've had. You know, the one that had happened in the Keys with the twenty-year-old uh, fisherman. There was a fish with blood coming out of the water that was involved with that one, and so you can kind of get that. But I mean, somebody's just snorkeling, just chilling. But if you have all these sharks sw- or sharks swimming in the water and. There's got to be one that's a little bit more unhinged than the other ones. Probably, just, yeah. Just, that's numbers, right? Well, you got the bull shark. They got more testosterone than any other shark. They're aggressive. And so. then out of those bull sharks, there's one that's going to be Probably. the jerkier bull shark. Yeah. And that's the one that bites you. And his name ends in a Y somehow. Definitely. Jimmy. Donnie. Do- oh, Donnie the bull shark. Yeah. Oh, hide your kids and your wife. Yeah. Uh, Zoo Miami had a little issue. They stopped their kiwi encounter where guests could pet, feed, and photograph the rare flightless bird. There is a viral video that hit social media and it uh, sparked some outrage over the treatment and handling of the bird named Peora. At Zoo Miami, guests were allowed to encounter Peora once a day, four times a week for about 15 minutes. The kiwi encounter entailed being able to feed the kiwi, touch, gently pet it, and photograph it as it was placed on a platform in front of the guests who paid an extra $25 each for the encounter. I guess apparently it hit uh, the radio down there in New Zealand. They weren't too thrilled about it, and it started a social media thing. And Ron McGill there at Zoo Miami said, ah, forget it. We'll just pull it. So there you go. We like that guy. He's a good dude. Very good dude. Great mustache. Oh, amazing mustache. Well, this is an interesting thing that came through Miami International. They're uh, getting a guy who's uh, hopping on a flight from Nicaragua to Taiwan, and they notice his bag is chirping. I'm like, wait a minute, what's that noise coming out of your bag? So they looked inside, and they saw some eggs in there, and there was a tiny featherless bird, about 29 eggs, and he didn't have any kind of documentation to transport these birds or the eggs themselves. They found out that they were actually parrots, and apparently this uh, parrot is big on the trafficking market. Because wow. they're kind of chill, they got a nice temperament, and they're pretty to look at. I really kind of hope your next story is another bird story. It's got a lot of bird stuff, yeah. Bird heavy. Out of Miami, yeah. This dude for doing that is looking at 20 years in prison. We found out this week that parrots live up to, you know, get a little up to 90 to 100 years. It's crazy, yeah. They do. And we also learned they sound identical to Virginia. They do, yeah. I, I'm not even kidding you. I had so many people say they could not tell the difference. We're going to play a fun game next week. Okay. Virginia Parrot when oh, she comes back. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, 23-year-old man that got arrested after breaking into a restaurant in Rome, Georgia in the middle of the night. She decided to make herself a salad and apparently ruined $500 worth of ingredients in the process. She was arrested. Also in Georgia, the Department of Driver Services there had to remind people to keep things classy and to take pictures with your clothes on when submitting them for IDs. Apparently, a lot of people love to get naked with their ID photos, but they will not take that. You remember that dude who won the $2 billion in the Powerball lottery, Edwin Castro? Now he's officially been served. 
After winning the $2 billion, he was chilling out at his new $25 million mansion when he got the paperwork from Jose Rivera, who said, dude, that's my ticket, that's my money, that should be my mansion. Uh Uh-oh. Rivera claims that a man named Reggie stole the ticket and refused to return it, saying it was a dud. Reggie also reportedly said that if it did turn out to be a winner, he would give up half his winnings. So Rivera said he refused to be blackmailed and reported the alleged theft to the police and the lottery officials. Both Castro, who is the winner, and Reggie were named as co-defendants in the suit. Now, right now, California lottery officials have named Edwin Castro as the owner and winner, but it is going to court. See, right off the bat, I feel like you're doing it wrong. I get you want to buy the new house, the the, the big mansion, 25 mil. Yeah. That's so much right off the bat. Go, well, go. You couldn't go in for 10 mil? That's always what happens, man. These lottery people, they got it. I mean, hey, two bill, that's that's impressive. That's bigger than most. But still, that'll go fast. you got taxes, upkeep. A lot of times those mansions, depending upon the size, you're looking at sixty to $90,000 a month for upkeep. I know. If not, it's going to look crappy. Yeah. It's so, it, it's expensive Staff, as heck. all that kind of stuff. I mean, before you know it, that money is gone, dog. If you were able to just get that money and scale back, but live the best life ever, yeah. but on a scale back version, you would win. You'd I probably wouldn't even it. get a new house. I wouldn't. Virginia always say, oh, you would have to get you a new house. And I would like to stay at my house and then. I'd trick it out. I'd but trick I'd, it out. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Same place, baby. I don't need, I'm good. I don't need anything else. Yeah. Well, if you want to drop a ton of money, there's many places in South Florida you can do that. Talking about a lot of high-end high-rises coming up in West Palm Beach. If you've seen that Bristol Tower, it's right there by the uh, South Bridge going over to Palm Beach. They just set a new price per square foot record for West Palm Beach. One condo there sold for $19.83 million. That amount works out to a price of $3,876 per square foot. It's a 5,117 square foot condo. Okay. And it's got a balcony that is almost 2,000 square feet. Would you rather... That's about the size of my house. Would you rather have a condo that's all tricked out, million, you know, millionaire style, yeah. or a mansion on a piece of land? Well, the price of a mansion is going to be a lot higher than uh, a condo. Both are tricked out. Yeah. Which one would you rather have? I go mansion. Got to do mansion. Yeah, mansion's the right call. On was, that. was that a was that a stupid question? Well, a mansion, you're you're talking probably twenty mil. I don't know, probably no less than eight. Condo here, you're talking. I'm saying you have a twenty twenty million mansion versus a twenty million condo, which they do exist. Which one are you taking? Twenty million dollar condo is going to be better than a twenty million dollar mansion. So you're taking the condo. That's what if I'm that's, saying. If that's what we're talking yes, about. Yes, that's what we're talking yeah. about. If I get to go to Palm Beach and pick the best condo or the best mansion i'm taking the best mansion but if it's 20 mil a piece yeah i'm going i'm I'm still taking that 20 mil mansion i want i want that land yeah well you have something you, you ever see like photos of jeffrey epstein's that wasn't that impressive of a mansion i hear you and they got those that condo would be a lot better just my personal take but what do i know about rich stuff <laughs> i don't know anything i knew how to clean their clubs kevin Coming up here in a couple of minutes, I got an email with somebody asking the question, do teachers really drink at school? Hmm, I don't yes. know. Uh, we'll try to answer that coming up next. My KVJ Show. Well, this is the last day of school for many kids here in South Florida. 
So you know it's going to be a crazy Friday night for a lot of those teachers. That uh, E.R. Bradley's teacher party is going down today. That's today yeah. slash tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Shall it is? Okay. Uh, it is, yes. Shall it is. Yep. So we got uh, an email here asking an interesting question of teachers. The email we got says, last night my fiance comes home with a bunch of alcohol. I assumed it was just to celebrate the end of school and the Memorial Day weekend. When I went to grab one of the canned vodka cocktails, he told me, no, wait, don't drink those. Those are for school on Friday. And I said, okay, wait, you mean for after school? And he's like, no, we are drinking all day. I said, wait, who are we? He told me it was he and a few other teacher friends. And I'm like, you can't do that. you got kids that you got to keep an eye on. He's like, it's not a big deal. He said, we do it all the time. I walked away flabbergasted and kind of a bit disturbed. My fiance is a middle school history teacher, so I get the stress levels, but this does not seem normal or okay to me. My fiance explained that they don't do any work the last week of the year anyway. After school, he's going to be going to the big teacher party at a bar, so I'm expecting a mess when he comes home on Friday night. Now, am I being a prude, or is what he and his other teachers are planning highly irresponsible and maybe even illegal? Do other teachers do this? Obviously, keep my name anonymous. I love it for an 80s comedy movie, but in real life, no. it's You can't be drinking when you're around. There's kids around still, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't be altered or in any kind of altered state when you are under the when you're you know protecting children and taking care of them. If anything was to go wrong under your watch while you're drinking, no doubt there's there's big time you, you trouble. Can't, you can't defend it. You can't be say it out loud. Yes, yeah. we are openly drinking at school while we're watching children. Well, this here's the thing: they're not thing. openly drinking. I don't think they're cracking I'm a high noon and sitting at their desk. But within w- their circle of friends, they know coffee mugs, tumblers, all that kind of stuff. There's you know ways you can conceal it. That's what I meant. I'm saying within their little circle, they they you know they go. We all do it. We all know about it. We're all doing it. I don't think it's like that prevalent. I think if people do it, I think it's private, typically. Okay. And I don't think it's as common. Hmm. I did have a teacher, though, without a doubt, that yeah. drank. Oh, yeah. I, I think a lot of people have probably had that. Yeah, the guy used to, he would drink, pass out, and then the kids would act a fool. And I remember the day he got fired, he was passed out at his desk, kicked back. Somebody taking rubber cement. They lit a desk on fire. There were students that had climbed out on the roof and were sunbathing. And the principal walks in, and it's just, it looks like Animal House. Yeah. We, my Dude never showed up again. I, I had a teacher that taught me math two years in a row for different grades. I got yeah. the, and he was definitely, definitely altered when he would be drinking. He, he would get in girls' faces and start to sing in their face, oh, and boy. they would get so uncomfortable. <laughs> and so with the whole class. And yeah. then he called he called the kid a racist term for Italian people, oh, and then wrote, wrote it whoa. on the wall. And the kid tried to fight. it was crazy. Whoa! And it's because he was drunk. Dang! Somebody texted in and said, "Yeah, my high school history teacher was obviously drunk during the last week of school. He got red faced, and it was very noticeable." So yeah, I assume probably every school has the teacher that is drinking, but. How prevalent is it? You can text us anonymously to let me know. I would say at every school, there's probably two teachers that that drink on the job, and one on the reg, and one every now and then. 
Okay. All that, right. That'd be my guess. What are the uh, numbers on this? Uh, is she being approved? It sounds like she's giving him good sound judgment. Say, look, this is your career. Don't risk it. I mean, just wait till after school. I mean, how tough is it? He's being a moron. Yeah. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. That's it, baby. Free for all Friday is on. Well, as we get into the rainy season here in South Florida, you can see the events have kind of tapered off a bit. Not a ton of stuff going on this weekend. The Miami Heat, unfortunately, have to play another game at the Kaseya Center Saturday night against the Celtics. That'll be game six after losing last night. They could have wrapped it up, but they have not looked good the last two games. So hopefully they can get it together. Other things going on this weekend, you got the Hyundai Air and Sea Show on Miami Beach. That is Saturday and Sunday. The Great American Beach Party is happening at Las Olas Oceanside Park in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday. This uh, could be kind of uh, fun, Jaybird. They've uh, also got Mummies of the World. That is going to be at the Frost Museum in Miami now through September. Ooh, we're talking, yeah. we're talking real mummies here. You are talking real mummies. Yeah. Do mummies creep you out, the concept, or is it like, eh, it's not so bad? Uh, no, I don't think they really creep me out. It's it's kind of fascinating, actually, to realize, wow, that was a person at one point. You could sleep in a bed right next to a mummy? And no, I'm not going to do that. You wouldn't be able to yeah, do that. I'm not that cool with it. <laughs> but if they're in a glass case on the other side of me, I'm cool looking at a mummy. Yeah, I'm all down with that. Also, it is the last weekend for polo. At the National Polo Center in Wellington. So if you want to check out that, it is your last chance to do so. Uh, You've also got some other fun stuff going on this weekend, including Felipe Esparza playing at the Miami Improv. Tonight through Sunday, want to get the full list? You can go to kvjshow.com. Also, just to let you know, I know a lot of people are going to be imbibing this weekend. They say 46% of Americans plan on buying booze for Memorial Day celebrations. 70% are buying beer. 43% are getting wine. 30% now go for the hard seltzers. It's kind of a big number considering that's a relatively new thing. And 30% are going to be buying hard liquor. What are you, uh, what are you going with this weekend? Hard liquor, baby. I'm uh, tequila and vodka pretty much. Okay. That's uh, that's the two things I ride the most. Is that tequila on straight up ice? No, I typically uh, mix it. I have a little bit of lime juice in there. i got a little recipe now that I do, and I found a sugar-free margarita mix that I do that, or else I do a sugar-free ginger beer with it. Oh, it sounds disgusting. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. If you do have some cocktails this weekend, I want to let you know, obviously, do not get behind the wheel. If you find yourself in a situation where you didn't think you're going to have to drive, now you're hammered, and you're like, I can make it. No, don't. AAA has got its tow-to-go program. It's a free service to keep all impaired drivers off the road, even non-members to AAA. The Auto Club Group will dispatch a tow truck to transport the driver and the vehicle to a safe location within a 10-mile radius for free. Now, is that just for this weekend, or is that a service they offer all the time? I believe it's only this weekend. It begins at 6 p.m. tonight, and it goes until 6 a.m. on Tuesday. I could have swore there was a, there was a service where if you were drunk, you could call somebody, and they, they did okay. offer to pick you up. But I, I, that might have been a Saved by the Bell episode. I can't remember. Okay. I don't know of that. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you uh, want to go do this, all you have to do is just look for the tow to go program. 
It uh, should be available in your area, so go and check that out. Make sure that uh, you are doing that. Look up AAA's Toe to Go program. Great service. It is an amazing service here for Memorial Day weekend. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, the real reason that we have a great three-day weekend where we can do barbecues, take road trips, and go out to teacher parties and all that kind of stuff is because of the people that have made the ultimate sacrifice for the freedoms that we have in this country. Coming up here, I want you to listen to an organization that started here locally called Operation 300 and what they are doing for the children of fallen soldiers. I've got that for you next. It's KBJ. Well, here we are. It is Memorial Day weekend. Got so many great plans, so many things going on, parties, barbecues, maybe going to the beach or the pool, a road trip, traveling, all kinds of fun stuff. With so many things going on, it's so easy to forget what this weekend is all about. And it is all to remember those who have made the ultimate sacrifice so that we can have the freedoms that we enjoy this weekend. Now, there is a local organization called Operation 300. The people that put it together are amazing people. It's Adam and Tara Baldwin. And it all came about because of Tara's brother. Please give this the two minutes that it deserves to hear what Operation 300 is all about. My husband was killed in Afghanistan in 2011. My son's birthday is March 28th, and my husband was killed on March 29th. So we went from birthday party to notification. And so every year now, we go from birthday party to cemetery. And it's really hard as a mom to make to make my son's birthday special because I get, because I'm not ready for the anniversary of, of my husband's passing. On August 6, 2011, in the Chaney River Valley of Afghanistan, Wardock Province, a CH-47 Chinook helicopter was shot down in the middle of the night. And on board that helicopter were 30 American warfighters, 17 Navy SEALs, five Army and National Guard Aviation, and three Air Force Special Operations. One of those men was Aaron Vaughn, our son. And Aaron was a man who loved God, loved his family, and loved his country. Aaron loved to do things outside, loved to fish and to hunt and shoot and all those things. And in the weeks and the months after that, we began to talk about who's gonna teach Aaron's kids to do the things that he would have loved to do with them. And out of the wake of that, Tara had the vision to begin Operation 300. On November 12, 2012, Operation 300 became a 501c3 organization, and in April of 2013, we had our first camp here in Florida. Operation 300 brings in boys and girls who've lost their dads in the military, and we also bring in the moms too. The kids come from all over the country at no expense to them, and they do things that they would have done with their dads. They're paired with male mentors, and they camp, they do archery, shoot, sail, fish, and things like that. So at the heart of Operation 300, the mission is serving military families who've lost a loved one in service to our country. It is such an amazing thing that uh, they do, and they kind of bond together and have new family members, and living male members of the military become 
pseudo fathers for the kids that have lost their dads and it is all local and they do take donations to get these kids in here and to fly in all the families you can go to op300.org that's for operation 300 and like i said it's just one little thing that you can do to pay back to the people who have made the ultimate sacrifice for us enjoying what we get to do this memorial day weekend kvj All right, would you have a good little piece of news here for the weekend? I know there's a lot of pump teachers who are ready for the summertime that is going to be happening. A bunch of uh, teacher parties are going to be going down today. So if you walk into one, get ready because you're going to see somebody on a bar dancing. Good for them. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Big shout out to all the kids, too, because I know they're pumped. My son Cannon yesterday, he did his whole award ceremony. It's been a fun week for them because they're not really doing any kind of work. They just kind of show up, goof off with their friends, get awards, stuff like that. And I got an email here from Jennifer. She said, I want to give a shout out to my niece and goddaughter, Lily. She graduated fifth grade with 15 awards, most in the grade. My girl's reaching for the stars. There is a photo of her there on KBJ TV. Props to her. Also, Jesse, big shout out to you. We had him on the show back in October of 2018. He was going through a little bit of a rough patch then, but he's soared ever since. And in August, he's off to UCF for their film production company. Tracy sent that in. Yeah, they're a great family. I know them. They're, They're awesome. Yep. So uh, congrats, bud. Have a good time. Susanna said, uh, can I get a shout-out for the Okahili 10U Warriors All-Stars traveling to Sarasota for the first time together as a team? Bring home the win, fellas. Susanna sent that in. Absolutely. There's a lot, man. If you are in the baseball, softball world, Memorial Day weekend, man. Tournaments all over the place. Oh, yeah. Make sure you wait for that baseball or softball to get deep in that zone. Drive the ball to the opposite field. Good little uh, free tip there, (laughs) Coach Chicken Tender. Thank you very much. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Got to have a little fun to set off the weekend. Remember the song association game? I am going to give you a word. You're going to have three seconds to come up with a popular song that contains that word. I love this game. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to do a little singing next. The KVJ Show. Alrighty, it is time for another round of the Song Association Game. You're going to be given a word, and within three seconds, you have got to sing part to a popular song that contains that word to get a point. The Jonas Brothers played, and they will demonstrate how you do the Song Association Game. Taste. Taste of the lips that I want to ride. Oh, toxic. toxic. And Kevin with the vocals. Oh, with Justin and Brittany. Let's go. Kevin with the vocals. Great music video. Great song. One of the songs of the early 2000s. And to get a point, you have to sing as good as the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. Thank you, Jonas. <laughs> okay, so here we go. We're going to start it off with uh, Denny's. Oh. I will give you a word. You have got to start to sing. I'll give you a three count. All right, Denny's, your word is little. Uh, the little, oh, jeez. Oh. Little. Crazy little thing, God. Oh, that's a good I one. Sing. Kala, I kept so thinking the, the cowardly lion sings queen. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept thinking little Richard for some reason on that one. Okay, next up, we're going to go with you, bird. Your word is better. 
Better believe it. Uh, no, it's not. Sometimes they catch you off guard, or you kind of have one in your head already a little bit. Oh man, it's Friday, nine o'clock hour. It's tough, <laughs> it's dog. It's not good. It's my, it's my weakest hour, Danny. Okay, suits. <laughs> Statistically, here you go. Your word is dance. Just dance. Da, 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 da. Okay. Da, 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 da. Just dance. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just dance. Dance, dance, uh-huh. dance. Okay, Suits is the only one that got All a right. point in round one. All right. That was the one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Denny's, your next word is gone. Because uh, she's gone, gone, gone. Is that Peter, Pete Peters, or what was that? That <laughs> Phil <guy> Peters? <laughs> Phil Phillips. Did you just make it. up a... <laughs> <laughs> Phil Phillips. What the hell are you talking about? Pete Peters? <laughs> Who's Big this fan. Pete Peters you speak of? <laughs> I feel like I got the point, but not not very well. Okay. All right. Uh, we going to give him a point, fellas? Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah it's Friday. The, it's... Phil Phillips, Pete Peters. Yeah, it's all good, right? Yeah. All good. Okay. All right. Denny's gets a point there. Okay. Next up, Jaybird, your word is deep. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? I really need to know. Gets too high for me. Oh, my gosh. That song rides so hard, man. That, that that song slaps. <laughs> okay, here we go. Suits, you can maintain the lead. Your next word is jump. Jumped. Dun, dun. Uh, that's Van Halen. I can't think of the damn lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's exactly right, though. Didn't you just say jump? Jumped up. I, <laughs> I started doing the guitar. Out of that's the song you sing in a back alley. So. <laughs> I shouldn't get a point on that. I just got jumped. (laughs) (laughs) All right, final round. Everybody's tied with one here in the Song Association game. Yes. Denny's, your word is sugar. Sugar. Yes, please. Oh, man. I think he was hired out of Levine there, Doug. I don't think so. That next part's pretty high, though, on there. I was trying to Jonas that one, though. Levine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see here. All right. Bird, stay in the game here. Your word is tired. I'm sick and tired of all this crazy crap. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a line, though. So tired of love songs. So tired oh, of. That's my cut. Yeah. Come on, Bird. Okay. All right. Another round, Kev. Come on. Nope. Bird, you're eliminated. Damn. No. <laughs> All right, suits. Your word is winner. Uh, um, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> the winner takes it all. Oh yeah, I, I did know that. Well, Abba. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another song with winner in it. That's about it. <laughs> Some words, they're not all created equal for this no, game. No, they're not. I could play that game for th- three hours. It's it, fun, it, That's it? a fun one. If I, we had drinks fun. going, yeah. oh, man, forget it's good about stuff. It. Denny's, you got the win, baby. Oh, it feels good. You got the win, man. I'll, I'll take him when I can get him. It's all good stuff here on a little free-for-all Friday. The KVJ Show. want to let people know if you heard us talking about Operation 300, it is a great local charity that takes care of the kids of fallen soldiers. 
and pairs them up with mentors and gets them out doing things that they would have been doing with their parent had they not been lost in battle. OP300.org, you can check it out. We also have it posted up on the KBJ Show Facebook page. you got to see the full video of that to see the impact that this great organization does. It's also on the KBJ Cares page at kbjshow.com. Bird, as we head to the after the show, wrap us up with your thought, my friend. I think the best way to wrap it up is with this day. USA, what? USA, what? USA. Shout out and love to all of our men and women in the armed services. We love y'all. The KBJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.